This is LiveWell Talk on Healing Energy. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UniPoint Health, St. Luke's Hospital. The NASF Community Cancer Center approaches uh, health in a, in a way of integrating both physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual elements. We've had previous podcasts uh, regarding that. But today, joining me is Marion Patterson to discuss the benefits of healing energy. Uh, she works at the NASF uh, Community Cancer Center. And Marion, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate being here this, today. This is this is interesting. Um, first of all, what is healing energy? Healing energy is a simple way to help people relax. We know that when people are under stress, that we breathe more shallowly. The blood pressure goes up, the heart rate goes up, and the stress hormones flow. So let's counter that and bring us down. It doesn't matter what kind of stress is out there, whether it's a, a kid getting ready for some test or a game or the, the athletes, they all bring their uh, systems down, let the positives flow in. So healing energy is a broad term I use because I'm trained in several different things. People probably have heard of Reiki, which is a Japanese technique, and it's just simply light hands above or hands on energy work. What's the one where you moved the furniture around? <laughs> it's called Two Guys in a Truck. Yeah, isn't there one where like you move the furniture around? I don't know about that I one. I think there is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, but that gives you no all all kidding aside. Yep. The, the cancer center really does take a look at the total person. And that's why Thank it's you. a center. I mean, Thank otherwise, you. it would, and that's why it's so successful. Yes. Otherwise, it would just be you going to your oncologist and they just throwing some chemotherapy right. at you. And I, that's a little. I know. But, but you know what I mean? It would just be this transactional relationship mm -hmm. of chemotherapy and assessing clinical response. And that's why the cancer center is so valuable. And we've had multiple guests on there and, and we're, and we're proud of the, 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 the work that's done over there, as well as the palpable enthusiasm the yes. staff has. I mean, yes. it, it does make it interesting. But, but I think this is, I mean, we, we all know that there is a spiritual component, an emotional component to health and well-being. Um, that, that's, it, 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 if you don't understand that or believe that, you're not paying attention, basically, right? So what you're trying to do is to... to I don't want to say control because I, but that's because it's probably something you can't control. But you, so you're teaching people to recognize that and use it to their benefit, basically. Healing of any sort begins with awareness. And then you can move into how do I choose to be with whatever this situation is? And the NASA Community Cancer Center complements the medical. The medical treats the curing part, the dis-ease, and the Cancer Community Center helps us with active healing, such as the yoga, tai chi, and the gym, and the more quiet forms of healing, such as massage, acupuncture, and healing energy. And at its very simplest level, a session is a time to rest. At a deeper level, now we're talking about your mind starts to slow down and some of those insights begin to rise up. Oh, that's what this means. Oh, this is how I can be with such and such. And at the deepest level, then we're talking about the immune system starts to kick in and push some of those stress hormones out. 
And I always think, Dr. Arnold, of the word dose, D-O-S-E. We get dopamine, which is the happiness hormone. We all need that. Oxytocin, which is bonding. Uh, yeah, serotonin, serotonin is the calming. So instead of always being jacked up about something, I'm more calm. I can breathe better. And endorphins raise up the pain tolerance. So I encourage people to give themselves a dose of positivity so that they can do the healing along with the curing of the disease. It, it, it is powerful just to be in a situation that's emotionally quiet. Yes. Um, I catch myself sometimes driving home. It's not a particularly long drive, but it just no radio, just in it. It is a very therapeutic event. Yes, um, exactly. And that's of course, what I'm we're going north. Here. I don't have to go south on 380. <laughs> that would be an untherapeutic event. <laughs> yes, and that's where you do a lot of that breathing and yes, trying to yes, center. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what does a typical session, take us through a, what a typical session yes. might look like. You come in and you're dressed in comfy clothes and the clothes stay on. I do ask people to take off any extra kind of jewelry that they really don't need. And because we are energy and metals have uh, energy to them. And for example, um, crystals, quartz, quartz are used in clocks. Well, it's the vibration that gives us the 60 beats per second or per minute and 60 beats per hour in there. So there are vibrations. So I want to take metals away from there. And after a little bit of talking, we the person just lays down on the table or sits in a chair. And then with a light covering over that person, clothes stay fully on. And I begin and end every session with just quiet words. So the person recognizes, oh, we're beginning, I'm doing some breathing, and I encourage that. And then at the very end, I let them know when we are ending up and say to them, take a few more minutes. And it's either light touch or hands above lightly the body. And our energy fields can be felt several inches out. And my goal is to always and only be for the highest good of that client. Same as with you as a doctor always and only the highest good of that person you're working with. And after a session, people get up, we have a glass of water, chat for a few minutes if people want, and they're on their way. Interesting. I mean, from an organic chemistry standpoint, mm -hmm. um, we know that everything has a frequency, a vibration. Exactly. And I, I firmly believe that. You know, when you meet someone and you're like, your first impression is, I don't, I don't really care for that person. Or I, you meet someone and your first impression is, wow, I really like that person. It, it, without any really in, uh, interview or interrogation about why you feel that way. Or someone walks in the room, you feel, I, I really feel it's a disruption in that frequency that for whatever reason, that person's frequency is a little bit different from yours and more compatible. So, you know, this makes sense. I mean, I, I think I think we recognize that need that that compatibility with frequency and that radiation of energy that that does come uh, i mean you can feel when someone's standing behind you right yes you can't can. see them can't hear them <clears throat> yes. but you can feel it yes so we've all had that experience and how long would the session last going back a moment to all had that experience yeah um this is science it is not woo woo stuff it is science there are frequencies and we can 
feel those. And again, the idea is to help fill up that person. And it's like changing oil in a car. I could learn how to do it, maybe. New cars are harder. But it's better to go to somebody who knows what they're doing to get it right. And it's important to recognize frequencies, as you mentioned, the liking or disliking. We've all gone to concerts, for heaven's sakes. We felt that energy there. And then when we go to something that's sad, we are far more subdued. And people appreciate that quiet touch on the shoulder, a holding of the hand, a gentle hug. So all of that energy we can help transfer, and that's important. Yeah. Now, going back to your question of how long is a session, I've done them as short as five minutes. And um, beginning one, if person is kind of wondering, come in, talk to me. And we'll sit down to a 15-minute session. Uh, generally, a session is about 30 minutes or 60 minutes. And I work both with cancer clients. And I, for me, they are clients, not the patients. I prefer that term. And I also work with a staff who work with the cancer patients there. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think the pandemic has made us be a little bit more open to talking about it, but healthcare could be an emotionally draining job. Yep. Um, and I think if individuals have experienced the pandemic and the derecho and staffing concerns, um, I'm reluctant to call it burnout because to me, burnout means you're doing what you always did. It just doesn't provide you mm -hmm. satisfaction. Where I think really the pandemic, the derecho, staffing, the economy, uh, it, this is all new. So it's not like it's the same old same and you just don't have any mm -hmm. satisfaction. It really is like, I think people are like, did I sign up for this? You know, and so that's nice that you help the staff over there. Is that why they're always so happy? Oh, probably. Every time I talk to them, you I'm think, sure they is, are. I'm, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. Well, there is, there is a component there. And I feel that though, even as I started, I walked into PCI and NASA Community Cancer Center. I went, something is really good here. And there have been times, too, when I've gone in, I said, hmm, something's kind of off. And I do walk the halls for exercise if the weather's inclement. And so part of what I do is to greet people myself and just say to the universe, please bring in the most powerful positive energy you can, but gently. Think of turning on and watering your garden. So now I'm going to kind of some of the techniques. If you turn on a hose full blast and water your plants, you're going to knock them over. Well, you don't want to do that. So you just turn on the nozzle a little bit and you water those plants until they're okay. Then you turn off the nozzle and then you go back to the outlet and turn off the, the whole hose. And so my role is kind of the conduit from the source of energy through to the plant, which is the client in this case. But I, I do a lot with just kind of informally providing some thoughtful, positive energy to people I meet and greet, and as well as to the people in the staff. Sometimes I'll just go up and say, do you have about two minutes? And I'll just stand quietly by them, maybe put my hand on the back, and we just breathe together. And they say, oh, thanks. I say, Welcome. And then I go off and do something else. You know, it goes back to that old rule, which I think is you never know what the other person's going through. You meet during the day, whether it's the cashier at yeah. the convenience store or the person that didn't put their turn signal on. 
Yep. You know, and uh, we make too much out of some things, I think, at times. Now, this sounds like something that a patient could do at home as well. Like they could mm-hmm. reproduce these techniques. Tell us about that. I mean, yes. And again, I can change the oil in my car, but it would be like, oh, my gosh. And when you have a lot of energy, we can share that energy. When we don't have a lot of energy, it's hard to manifest that. But what I remind people to do is simply breathe into the heart space. That is critical because the heart sends the messages back and forth to the brain more than we realize. And so if I breathe into the heart space and then imagine something positive, it could be calming, joyful, funny, absolutely hilarious to you. As long as it's something positive, then you begin to bring the stress hormones down and allow those positive hormones to go, go come up. I've talked on the phone to people. I've even, this one cracks me up. A friend had come back from China and was going back to China. That's a long way. And she said, I've never, ever slept on the plane back to China. I'm going, that's a long time not to sleep. So I knew she was going to China. About an hour after I knew the plane had left, I just started to project positive energy to her. And when... About two days later, she emailed and said, I slept on the plane back to China for the first time ever. Now, I don't know that I'll take credit for that, but I felt pretty good about that, that just by projecting some positive energy, inviting her to do that breathing and to be calm and relaxed, it it does work. And so people can do a little bit at home themselves, just placing the hand on the heart do some easy breathing and imagine themselves just feeling that body slow down and inviting in those positive hormones. Uh, yeah, I, I think the, the key there is just that pause. Yes. And in fact, really that's is. what one of the clients said. One of them said, get out of your head and into your heart. And I went, yes, good. And the other one said, it's like touching the pause button on the computer. We just rest and let that immune system kind of flow. Should we try it? Sure. What I'm going to do is work with Dr. Arnold for a couple of minutes on a short healing energy session. So you'll hear me give him a few verbal cues and then we will be quiet as he breathes in and out and I do the same. So Dr. Arnold, go ahead and just take a deep breath into that belly space. And you're comfortable with light touch. Mm -hmm. So as you wish, either look softly in front of you or close your eyes gently. And I'll place my hands on your back very easily. And allow yourself now to breathe into that heart space. Breathing in. And breathing out. Let your body just gently settle into the chair. And as you breathe in and out, make a sincere effort to envision and feel in that heart space something positive, peaceful. Breathing easily in, breathing easily out into that heart space. Breathing in, breathing out. 
into that heart space something positive, refreshing, reminding yourself you are worthy, you do good work, you are whole. And imagine that happiness flowing now through your whole body. Breathing deeply into that belly space. And now I invite you to take another three breaths. And when you're ready, open your eyes and we'll end. Very relaxing. I'm looking here for one sheet of paper. When we are active, uh, super concentrating, we're in the gamma rays. When we are active, we're in the beta rays. What I, we try to work with the people is to get to, to the alpha, which is just slow and easy and allowing the mind to begin to slow down. It never empties. That's not the point. It is simply just to slow down all of the busyness, and then just go into a light meditative type of feeling. And then again, that relaxation response allows people to get those hormones and neurotransmitters that are positive to go up and bring the anxiety, cortisol, adrenaline to come down. We need those sometimes, but not 24-7. Right, absolutely. You know. And with the, the cancer, there's so much that's going on and so when people have some extra treatments that they are facing, I will invite them to come in more often. About once a month is, is a good amount, and then other times are earlier if they'd like to. Fascinating. It is fascinating. And I want to emphasize it is science. And so much of this, um, again, with the energy work and also with essential oils is supported by science. It's just amazing. Yeah. And yet we've known about it forever and ever. Hildegard of Bingen going back in the 10th or 11th century, a long time. Well, I mean, the phrase mind over matter, you know, I mean, that's mm -hmm. a common phrase. And sure. There is there. The psyche plays a significant role in our emotional and our physical health. I mean, that's yeah, that is that's that science has never settled, but that is certainly um well accepted by all of us. We feel it. We understand it. Spirit, mind, and body. Yes. And that's what we work to get, bring together at the NASA Community Cancer Center. Now, I'm sure this is like other programs. There is there a cost to it or is it part of just the... <clears throat> there is. There is a cost. Yes. And a half hour session for cancer patients, clients, is $25. And for an hour is 40 Caregivers and staff, it's 35 and 50 and we do check or cash at the front desk. Okay. And I'm sure as if for patients in need, there's philanthropy probably available like probably, other programs. Yes. Yeah, I'm, and again, I'm, I often... I'm confident on that. Yes, yeah. I often just offer a short session. In fact, frequently at the center, I will say to Matt, put me in for a two-hour session and we'll build in like 10-minute 
sessions very similar to what I did with you right here with the staff. They just sign up and I have a little room that I go back and forth to do two different rooms usually. And we just do quiet sessions, that's all. And it just, it's a little boost for people during the day. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 uh, it certainly works. How did you get interested in this? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I grew up along the East Coast, Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Florida, and our family was cohesive, but in those days, economics were pretty rough. So we were moved about seven times before I was in the fourth grade. That's a lot of disruption for a kid. Sure. So yeah. I found great solace in reading all kinds of stuff, beating around outside, and mentors. Mentors helped me with that spirit, mind, and body. And so when I went to uh, college and majored in uh, movement sciences, health, physical education, recreation, fitness training, I always kept that in mind. And... <laughs> I got beat up an awful lot just because in PE you get beat up a lot. And so I started to do things like massage, acupuncture, uh, uh, yoga. And then I was introduced to Reiki and I thought, hmm, there's something to this. And then I just started from there with different kinds of forms of energy because they really are all connected. They have different ways that they do things. And yet they are all similar in many, many ways. And that's what I look for is are the similarities, the connections. Interesting. Yeah. And how long have you been doing this? Oh, probably more than a dozen years. Oh, wow. I'd have to go back and take no, a look. No, that's yeah. just curious. Yeah. We also need to talk about something you mentioned right before we started the podcast. Chickens. You have them. <laughs> yes. I wish I'd thought to bring the... the um, eggs with me. Yes, my husband and I have a small business called Winding Pathways. And basically, we encourage people to create wondrous yards and to get outside and play because we know that being outside in nature helps us with that calming element. And we raise chickens. We have a podcast with Hoover's Hatchery every month. And uh, Kelsey comes on down from Rudd, Iowa, which is a little tiny oh, town. Oh, yeah. I have a good oh, friend that lives in Rudd. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He actually lives in Nora Springs, but yeah. All right. right well, there. that's pretty cool. Nora yeah. Springs. Where does Kelsey live? Is it Blake Spots? It, Nora Springs is just a couple miles from Yeah, that. it's not very yeah. far. Well, Kelsey lives there too. So uh, Kelsey comes down. We do programs about chickens and different breeds of chickens, how to keep a coop in good shape. What do you do in the wintertime when it freezes, for heaven's sakes? How do you keep your water from freezing? How do you keep the eggs from freezing? Are chickens smart? Do they have taste? All kinds of topics. So that's one thing. And then Rich and I also write for the Gazette and the latest one. Now this is gonna be disparate, I'll tell you. We think of energy healing and calmness and all that. Now, you know I'm a jock, right? Physical education, I like new stuff. All right, so my latest thing is hatchet throwing. Yeah, that you know, I've seen that, and you know, <laughs> I great. I see these posts on social media of uh, you know drinking beer and throwing a hatchet. <laughs> you know what could go wrong? Oh, I mean, nothing could go nothing wrong with that one, right? I don't do the first part, but the second part, and again, going back to the healing energy, when you are calm and relaxed, things go well. So when I am calm and relaxed and hold the hatchet or the throwing star, just lightly easily and i just focus on the target and i step and i just release 
I hit the target. I bet your chickens... When I'm all tensed up, it doesn't work so well. I bet your chickens lay more eggs when you have that hatchet <laughs> in your hand. Oh, yes, it definitely. Yes, but I if I swing the axe, it doesn't work so well on them. Okay. So they don't lay so many eggs after that. <laughs> Marion, thank you again for joining me. This was, this was informational, and I hope our listeners enjoy it, hearing about healing energy. Once again, this was Marion Patterson, healing energy worker at NASF Community Cancer Center. For more information on this and all services available at the NASF Community Cancer Center, Call 319-558-4876 or visit communitycancercenter.org. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.